0: What is going on everybody how are you doing welcome to the cook weights podcast thank you for tuning in and as always i'm your host kevin lee and welcome to the episode and uh man it has been a crazy week here in seattle first we had well it's been smoky outside for the past week or so because there's a crazy amount of wildfires going on in oregon california And some in Washington, too. And they just caused a bunch of smoke to be in the air. And it's just been really terrible. And I feel so bad for all those families who had to evacuate and lost their homes and things. And I've been living here in Seattle for 16 years now. And I have never seen wildfires here on the western side of Washington. A little bit on the eastern side because there's a little drier out there. But, man, 2020 is just crazy, y'all. It's just crazy (laughs) i don't know what else to say i mean i was driving into downtown seattle yesterday and as you're on the freeway leading into the city normally you can see the whole skyline of all the skyscrapers and the space needle and the buildings but like no exaggeration i was driving up to the city and literally you cannot see a single building nothing it's so thick with smoke that you cannot see a single building and it's just crazy. So I haven't been able to, uh, you know, run outside, um, because of the smoke. The air quality is very, very unhealthy. I think on Sunday when I checked, Seattle was number three worst air quality city in the whole world. And so I haven't been running outside. I just been going to the gym and running on the treadmill, which is not ideal. I don't like to do that, but what can you do? It is what it is. And, uh, Speaking of running, I officially signed up for the Seattle Marathon. It's supposed to take place November 29th originally, and I held off on signing up because I was waiting to see if it was going to be actually um, a physical race still being held or if it was going to be virtual, and just recently they decided to just go fully virtual. So It's kind of a bummer that we can't actually physically go on the Seattle course and do the race. But either way, I thought, you know what, even though it's virtual, I'm going to just sign up anyway, do the marathon and use as a personal goal and train for it because I want to do it anyway. So it's going to be a big motivator to keep training and get better on my running and endurance training. And for a virtual marathon, what you do is you just pick a course of your choosing. You know, it could be in your neighborhood even just needs to be the same distance. And uh, you just record your time um, and take some pictures and you upload it to the, you know, the Seattle Marathon, um, like homepage or whatever they're using to host all the records. And they send you like, you know, a bib and your jersey and the medal and all that stuff. So not the same, but I'm still excited because it's my first marathon and uh, excited to see how well I do. So November 29th is the official date. You can you can do it. Anytime between now and November 29th, but I want to stick to the original date and train for that But uh, yeah, that's kind of how the week's been going And uh, you know, I've been, today's episode is um, going to be around a request from a couple of followers I have on my Instagram And they were requesting a, a podcast on food and eating habits and nutrition A More detailed uh, episode I've touched on a little bit in previous episodes, but I wanted to do a full dedicated one to this topic today. And it's something I'm really excited about because I'm very, very passionate about this topic. Um, Especially, as you guys know, I love food. I do consider myself a a quote-unquote foodie. (laughs) So I uh, love cooking and all that stuff. But I've really come to understand the other aspect of health and nutrition as it relates to uh, my exercise, and my weight loss, and my kind of just psychology. And and just learning those things has been really eye-opening, and I think it's something very important for people who are also trying to establish healthy eating habits, a healthy relationship with food, and lose weight, and get more fit. I think it's very, very important because, you know, there's so much misinformation out on the internet, especially in social media, and I, it's no, uh, it's no wonder so many people are confused when it comes to their diet and how to eat and all those things, because there's so many mis- misinformation and there's so many YouTube videos on on topics and it's so confusing. It just like clouds everything and mushes it all together, and people don't know where to start. And I've been noticing like. In the fitness and nutrition space, especially on YouTube, there's—it's like fashion. You know how fashion, um, fashion trends kind of come and go. So, like things that were popular back then, all of a sudden it's coming back, and now it's popular now, and kind of goes in circles. Something about fitness and workouts and nutrition—I feel like it's the same way. I feel like when a certain thing kind of catches wind, it becomes really popular then it goes away and then like something else comes up and gets really popular and it's like the go-to thing and then that goes away and it's like a big cycle and you know there's like waves of intermittent fasting and then there's dieting with keto and then there's like carnivore and if it fits your macros and you know tracking your macros and it's like so many things that come and go that people just get so confused and on top of that I've been noticing lately on Instagram and other social media platforms of this, of this kind of, I don't know how to say it's like this self-acceptance position, which I totally understand. And I actually agree with, you know, I I think depriving yourself of food and foods you enjoy because of the way you, because you want to change how you look. I don't think that's a healthy mindset. I do think if you're trying to achieve a certain look and aesthetic and be healthy, completely depriving yourself of certain things is not good. But at the same time, I notice a lot of influencers, and especially people who have a lot of of influence and a lot of followers, they're kind of posting this message of, oh, I had a stressful day. I'm going to eat this pizza and I'm going to eat all this ice cream and not feel guilty about it. You know, it's kind of like, oh, like treat yourself, you know, no guilt. I'm going to treat myself. Don't feel bad at all. And I get the premise. But at the same time, they have to understand their followers don't have the amount of self-control and understanding of food as they do. Whereas they might be able to just eat that kind of binge eat. And then the next day, they're fine going back on their balanced diet but when you promote that kind of thinking of everything's good like don't just treat yourself and when you do that the average person who doesn't really understand diet and doesn't understand nutrition they might think that way and give themselves an out to binge eat and they might think oh you know she's doing that she looks good or he's doing that and he looks amazing it must be okay to do that and so they think they can have this amount of self-control that you have, but they don't. And that's the mo- that's the average person. And I know that because that was me. You know, back when I was overweight, I would, you know, be on a crazy diet for a week. And I would think, oh, you know, I deserve this burger. I deserve this pizza because I've been so good for a week. Thinking, okay, I'm just going to satisfy my craving. And then I'll go back to my diet, right? But what happens is when you give yourself that kind of excuse, you'll binge eat that burger or pizza. And then the next week comes around where you thought you were going to get back on track. You slowly take a step back. Whereas you might not full out just start eating junk food again. But because you kind of have that mindset and you left that door open, you slowly creep back into, okay, okay. I've worked instead of working out hard for a week, I worked out hard for a couple of days. I deserve a pizza. And so you see what I'm saying? Like this the average person thinks like that. That's how I thought. And that's why I struggled with dieting and losing weight and nutrition for so long, because I thought that way. So I've just been noticing, yeah, this like kind of wave going through social media and fitness right now, and especially the nutrition space of don't deprive yourself, treat yourself, be more open, don't label foods as good or bad. A lot of just kind of like neutral positioning. And and like I said, I I agree with it on the on the surface. I agree with the message, but I think if we're not careful of the verbiage, a lot of people who look to follow or look to influencers for advice could be somewhat confusing. So today I want to touch on my thoughts on how to develop healthy eating habits and healthy relationship with food. I think this is a major obstacle for people. So that's why I want to get into this topic today. So number one, kind of touched on it briefly already in the intro, but number one is you have to become aware of your relationship with food and become aware of how you view food. And what I what do I mean by that? And most people don't even understand that that theme because they don't they're so busy in their lives, they don't really think about things like that. They just eat because they're hungry, they just eat what they think tastes good. Um so you know it's something that's really far fetched to them. And it was to me too. So when I mean when I say awareness, I'm talking about how do you view food? Do you eat when you're stressed? Do you tend to binge eat when you're going through some emotional turmoil? You know, what Do you have any triggers for food? Do you have a certain unhealthy psychology or mindset around food? And for example, and then obviously eating disorders and things like that would fall into this topic. But for example, from my personal experience, and because this is my podcast, I want to be open and honest with you guys. And let you know that you're not the only one out there. So for me, as I said before, I grew up, I have been dieting forever and trying to go get on on this like cycle of binge eating and dieting and whatever. And what I really would used to do was sometimes, you know, I would tell friends and family, "Oh, I'm dieting, I'm trying to lose weight, I'm trying to be healthy. And they're like, oh, okay, that's good. And so I felt like I had to be accountable and stick to my word. So what I would do sometimes is when we had gatherings, I would eat like very little at these gatherings, you know, even though I'm starving and everything's so good and tasty, I would eat kind of little at these gatherings because I didn't want people to judge me for like, Oh, I thought you were on a diet or, Oh, I thought you were trying to be healthy, you know? And so I would be scared of that judgment. So I would not eat that much. And then when I was going home, I would like pick up fast food. I would pick up Wendy's or something and or McDonald's or Burger King. And I would just like stuff my face at home because I'm hungry. And I kind of like deprive myself at the, at the gathering. And like that really happened, guys. <laughs> like it's really, if I think about it, I was like so ashamed. You know, after you eat all that food, it's like you feel terrible. You feel ashamed. You feel this guilt. And, you know, sometimes even I would you know, be at work and I would eat dinner already. And, you know, as my shift ended and I'm on my my way home, you know, I'm kind of mentally drained. I'm kind of stressed out. It was a long day, even though I already ate dinner, even though I'm not hungry because I feel like kind of mentally drained to fill that emotional gap. I would pick up food on the way home, even though I'm not hungry. I would pick up some burgers and fries and or whatever, and and then stuff my face at home. And so i realized, for me, I didn't realize it before, but as you sit down and think about it, you tend to find that you have certain triggers, you tend to use food to cope with certain things, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes that can be bad. And so a lot of things for me were bad. And when I say awareness, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's be aware of what kind of parts of your life Is food a part of? And is it in a good way or a bad way? And so that's step number one. Become aware of your relationship with food. And yet there's something that you might not like and you might have to be honest with yourself about, guys. You know, most people don't have good eating habits. So don't feel like you're the only one out there if you do things like that. I mean, like I just said, I used to do weird binge eating borderline food addiction stuff. So... You're not The only one out there, so don't worry about it. It's just a good first step to understand where you are. And number two is you have to accept that you're gonna there's gonna be some sacrifices. And when I say sacrifices, I mean that not in a way of oh, take things out of your diet, take things out of your life, and that's it. I mean, in a way of there's not. Not everything's going to be the same as before, but there are going to be major benefits for that. So, for example, um, one thing that I know a lot of people like to do is when you're first starting out and trying to change your diet and change your eating habits, before you do anything, before you like swap anything out, before you change your food groups or what anything you do, just for like one week, just log every single thing that you eat and at what time you eat it and how you feel when you're about to eat and after you eat. So let's say for example, you wake up, 8am, eat breakfast, coffee, eggs, toast, 10am, getting hungry, eat a snack, uh, apple or banana, Uh, 12pm, lunch, you, you know, and then you talk and then you write down how you feel before and after those meals. And what you'll tend to notice is you have a pattern, you know, a certain time of the day, especially if you work office job, you'll feel like, Oh, okay. I realize around 10, 11, I always get kind of bored and hungry. So I, I crave a snack and generally most people don't eat healthy things on their little breaks. You know, they'll grab a cookie, they'll grab a bag of chips, they'll grab a donut, they grab like a Frappuccino or something, you know, like, so once you start to understand what you are craving, when you crave it, what time you crave it, then you can start to you know swap things out and understand and make those sacrifices. And I say sacrifice because it sounds like something that's really not fun. But when I say that, I just really mean just changing the things, some things that you're doing that you're not going to go back to. So for example... If you're always eating a snack around 10 a.m., instead of eating a cookie or instead of eating a donut or instead of eating, you know, like a, something like that, maybe you have to swap it out for a piece of fruit because really you're not hungry. You're just kind of bored and craving a snack. So you change it out for an apple. And, and obviously that's going to be a sacrifice for some people because they'd rather eat the donut or whatever but those little things that you tweak event it's hard in the beginning, but eventually over time you'll get used to it. And so that goes into kind of number three, number two and three are kind of intertwined except, you know, making sacrifices and making small changes are number two and three. And they're kind of intertwined because that's really how you got to start. Guys, you have to make small changes. And for me, you know, I went from someone who didn't really care about what they were eating and what time they ate. Literally some days I would not I would wake up, I'd skip breakfast, get busy at around lunchtime, and I wouldn't eat until dinner. And at dinner, I'm so hungry, I would literally just eat a whole pizza by myself, or I'll order pasta and garlic bread and all this carbs and food and I'll eat it all by myself in one sitting. And that is not healthy, but that's what I would do before. And I just had no care for what ate, what I ate and what time I ate. And that's because I feel like as, as if we're not aware of our eating habits and food, what we tend to realize is we choose all of our, ne- our meals based off of taste only. When you don't think about health, when you don't think about your nutrition, you don't care about your cardio and things like that. The average person chooses their next meal based off their taste buds. Right? If you think about it, you know, like there's like those memes right where like oh, when you're eating breakfast but you're already thinking about your next meal. That's a I do that all the time, you know, and it's because we crave certain foods, we like certain foods. So when we think about what we're going to eat on our meals, we generally base it off of our taste, what tastes good to us. And the, if you're like me or the average person, what generally tastes good? Things are the carbs, cheese, um, fatty things, butter, um, sugar, pizza, you know, things like that are what tastes good, you know, fried chicken, fried food. So When we make food choices, we tend to make bad ones because all we're thinking about is taste because we just want to eat something that tastes good, you know? And what you have to do is make those small changes and understand that, okay, sometimes I have to make the sacrifice and sometimes I have to eat something that's just good for me. Not just based off of taste. Is a piece of fried chicken or does it taste better than... Brussels sprouts, and peppers, and mushrooms, Pro- I would say most people say would say fried chicken tastes better than that. But we can't just eat fried chicken every meal, right? We can't just eat every meal based off our taste. Sometimes we have to eat meals that don't taste as good, but make us feel better. And that's the key, is that when we understand that Sometimes we have to focus on how we feel with this food and how our body feels rather than just how the food tastes. And that's where the balance comes in. And that's where finding the balance is the tough part. But once you do, man, you're just locked in. You're just locked in. And that's how it happens is when you make those small incremental changes and those small little tweaks that you start to understand to how eating habits happen, how you eat, and how you tend to look at food. And so think about that, guys. Next time you when you start thinking about what you want to eat and prepping out meals, don't just think about taste. because If you do that, you're going to end up pick, usually pick, picking something that's not really that good for you. And I don't want you get, don't get me wrong, guys. There's a place and time for, for bad food or quote unquote bad food or unhealthier foods and there's a time for healthier foods you know for me like I love watching football if I'm watching football I'm not trying to eat a salad and vegetables and hummus well I mean I guess hummus could be a pretty good football snack but you know what I'm saying when I'm watching football that experience I want to have a beer I want some nachos I want some wings and that's totally okay you know, there's certain times and places for certain foods, but if I'm, if it's just like normal Tuesday night, I'm thinking about what to eat for dinner, you know, I'm not super hungry. I just need to eat dinner and get some nutrients. If I only think about taste, what am I going to get for dinner? Probably pick something that's not that good for me, but because there's a time and place for everything, I'm more than happy with, you know, some lean protein, some good greens and some vegetables maybe a light carb source like some quinoa or some potatoes or something. You know, I'm okay with eating that for dinner because I know it's going to make me feel good. I know it's going to make me full. It's going to keep me, you know, nice and light and then give me the nutrients I need for prepping for tomorrow morning's workout. And so when you start to understand that food is more than just the taste, it's about pay attention to how it makes you feel how it makes your body feel. And once you start to notice the benefits of eating healthier foods, the taste of it kind of isn't as important anymore, and the benefits of it become what you get addicted to. That's what you start to crave. You know, you used to maybe not like vegetables, but because you keep eating vegetables and you keep seeing results and you keep seeing how your body feels good and healthy, then naturally you're going to start craving vegetables, you know, vice versa When you start to notice like when you eat fatty foods, when you eat junk food, when you eat highly processed foods, when you really pay attention to how you feel after you eat those things, then they become a little less attractive as well on the flip side. So that's where the balance is, guys, making those small sacrifices, making those small changes and really changing your viewpoint of how you view food and in a more healthy, balanced way. All right. So number four, um, like I said, focusing on the benefits, I touched a little bit on it, but number four, focusing on the benefits. That's really important because when you don't focus, what happens when people change their diet, they only focus on the negative stuff. And I think that's part of, because it's partially to blame is society. And I've been a guilty of it too, and how we just kind of view healthy eating as a diet, you know, we have to kind of get away from labeling healthy eating as a dieting and because it's not really dieting. When someone chooses to eat a salad or chooses to eat something healthy, we shouldn't view them as being on a diet. They just want to eat a salad. You know, because that would happen to me too, and I would do that to people, is it's like we go out to a restaurant and my friend would order a salad for dinner and I'd be like, bro, like, are you on a diet? Like, why are you eating a salad? And at the time I didn't know any better and I didn't really know about all the stuff that I do now. But now that if I think about it, that's such a messed up thing to do. Because people are just trying to eat healthy and we kind of box them in into thinking like what's wrong with you? Why are you eating a salad? Why are you eating this? Why are you eating that? It's like so healthy. Are you on a diet? And so we need to get away from that. We need to get away from being, seeing healthy food as a bad thing or people who eat healthier as like something they're trying to change or or whatever. They just trying to feel good because they appreciate the benefits of the healthy eating habits and healthier choices. And that's what we need to focus on too. As a number 4 is focusing on the benefits is focus on what kind of like, you know, how your body feels after certain meals. You know, for me, from my experience in these last 6 months training, I definitely can tell when I'm eating good and when I'm a little off track and I need to get back on because when I'm eating on point, when I'm eating lots of protein, getting my greens in, getting good carb sources, not binge eating, not eating super late at night, um, avoiding overeating, and I'm doing all that, all my workouts feel really good, I have tons of energy, get a good pump, um, I feel really good on my runs, lots of endurance, lots of you know energy and stamina. But then those weekends, sometimes when I get a little off track and I'll eat a little too much, maybe drink a little too much alcohol or whatever, it affects my training so much. And when I started noticing those things, then I don't feel as, or I don't crave those certain foods as much. Not saying I don't eat them, but I don't crave them like I did before because I prioritize my workouts and my training so much that... I want to make sure I feel good in the gym. I want to make sure that I have energy for my runs. You know, I want to make sure my mind is clear. And so when you start focusing on the benefits of the food choices that you make, it becomes a lot easier to make good choices. So focus on those benefits, guys. And the last point is do not deprive yourself of moments because of food. That's really important because everything we've kind of talked about on this podcast is about how to eat healthier, how to establish good habits. And if if you don't, if some people don't understand the context, they might think, man, that's no fun. That's like so strict. And that's not what I'm trying to promote here. Actually, I'm not trying to promote anything. I'm just trying to tell you guys <laughs> what my experience is with food and how it can help. But when I say enjoy the moments and don't deprive yourself too much, it's that I understand food is more than just energy for people. Because it is for me. You know, going out to Seattle and exploring new restaurants and new foods, getting together with friends and family, having a potluck, getting together for football games and making food and having a barbecue in the summertime and eating pumpkin stuff during the fall and all these things it's more than to people than just food. So I understand that. So what I'm saying is that when you when food is like that and you have those gatherings and you have those moments, enjoy yourself. You know, don't like one of the things I talked about last podcast was I would get so stressed out before when I would have a gathering or hang out with friends or we go out to dinner at a restaurant and I've been looking forward to this restaurant for so long but the food I want from there is not on my diet so even though I want to eat it so bad I've been looking forward to it so much I would just not eat it and stick to my diet because I'm trying to lose weight or something you know and I feel so terrible after. I'm like, that was stupid. I should have just ate it, not even worth it. And it's, and I was so bummed, not just necessarily because I didn't eat that food, it's because like I missed out on that moment of trying something I really wanted and with the people that I was hanging out with. And that's just bummed me out. And so, same thing for you guys is like, when you have those moments with family, friends, when you go on vacation, When you have certain parts of your life where it calls for, it's not a common occasion, do not do that to yourself. Enjoy the moment, enjoy those foods. And in that way, you'll have a more balanced view of food and your diet because you don't deprive yourself of those moments. When you do deprive yourself of those moments, like I did, then you start to get into binge eating. Then you start getting into food guilt. Then you start getting into all those that rabbit hole of things that you don't want to develop. That's what develops when you're too strict, when you don't enjoy the moments in life that are related around food. So that's it, guys. Just, you know, like I said, just to recap, in my view, how to develop health eating habits is... Becoming aware of your eating habits, your relationship with food, accepting that you're going to have to make some hard changes. You're going to have to make some sacrifices, but it comes with benefit. So that's always the plus. Then also making small tweaks. Don't go too hard or don't go too strict. Don't just completely take out foods and don't eat things and whatever. Make small changes that you can handle for yourself. And then, number four, focusing on the benefits to your body, to your mental state, to your life. Focus on the benefits rather than just focusing on what tastes good. And lastly, like I just said, enjoying those moments in life. Don't deprive yourself of certain special occasions just because of food, just because of your diet. Enjoy life, guys. And that's the episode. And like I said in the beginning, just be careful, guys, what you read and what you watch on YouTube and social media. There's a lot of misinformation. The best thing to do is go with what you're comfortable with. Go with what you can control. There's no one size fits all when it comes to dieting and nutrition. Like Everyone is different. Everyone has different cravings. Everyone has different genetics. Everyone has different triggers. You just need to find what works for you and really hone in on that. those, um, you know, awareness points and your life and really customize it to yourself and be, and so it's balanced. All right. Well, I think I've been talking too much. I don't know. I always feel like I talk too much on these things, but that is uh, the episode guys. And once again, uh, thank you for listening. If you're still listening, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, exciting news is that I have a YouTube video. Finally, finally, I'm editing. That will be out soon. So follow me on YouTube at CookWeights and always Instagram at CookWeights. And uh, look out for me. October 1st, guys. My first Jack's Jocks live workout will be on October 1st. I'll keep you updated on that. I have to make a playlist of music and actual workout for that. So that's my homework for the next two weeks. And we'll see you in the next podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.